Hi guys, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to Musings of the Heart. It's your host again, Elizabeth, aka that Niger Muse, welcoming you back to this episode for yet another um, recording. I don't know if that made sense, but yeah, anyways, <laughs> welcome back. Hope you guys are doing well. Hope you guys are enjoying your summer. Um, it's a whole new definition to quarantining in summer. Like, it, I feel like it's a whole new thing where, you know, summer trips are canceled. M- most summer vacations are canceled, but we're still trying to survive, right? Still trying to shine, still trying to have fun even in this our new normal and some of us are even back in school now it's the beginning of the fall semester and for those who are yet to start hope you're still enjoying your last days of summer um for those who are starting school i do want to say may the lord be with you may you have a great semester i may just um the lord shine his face and protect you as you start this new semester and grant you great success in all of your um, classes whoo man it's been it's been it's been a year yeah <laughs> it's been a whole new it's a yeah this past couple of months has just been really interesting but all in all we give glory to god we thank god because we know that he is always the one in control and um while this year has brought to terms or brought to open some of the issues that are ongoing that were sort of kind of hidden or not works what everyone is talking about not what people are really like debating and stuff like that we thank god for the progress in that regards um issues like um you know racism issues like what truth the true gospel is issues like police brutality amongst other issues but we thank god that not only are there discussions there are now actions even backing up some of those discussions and even for those that are still in the works um i trust and i believe and i pray that this will continue to further um allow for changes to happen and yeah and with regards to one of these issues um that's what today's podcast is going to be about we're talking about true genuine gospel while this um era of life has done what it's done (laughs) it has also been kind of a time of refining and just kind of everybody assessing what they truly believe when it comes to you know god being a christian or not being a christian and things like that and there's this popular thing now that is even like raining on netflix in the christian world um the series uh, it's not a series it's like a kind of like a documentary slash movie it's called um american gospel in christ alone um this uh, this documentary has actually been produced like a while ago i've seen i saw it 
probably in 2018 or 19 on Amazon back then when a friend sent it to me before it got on Netflix. However, I am grateful that it is able to touch more lives and be available to a larger audience through Netflix this year. And I'm also grateful that people are watching and people are having questions, they are assessing themselves, they're digging deep, digging deeper than um, what meets the eye (laughs) or just being satisfied with being a nominal Christian or just going to church. So um, I think just um, taking a leave from that documentaries, I just, that documentary, even though there is another one that is still on Amazon, um, I don't think a lot of people knew about the second part. And that one, um, I don't think it's, yeah, I'm not sure if Netflix will be adding that to the series, but that one is also a great watch. Not only does it show you true gospel, um, I think this first one really broke down the gospel um, versus um, the gospel of um, prosperity, preaching, and all of that. While the next one, which is not available yet on Netflix, but it is on Amazon for um, a little price, you can rent it out and watch it. It's also titled in Christ, no, American Gospel. Um, I cannot remember the sub, the sub um, for that, but I will look it up and put it in the description of today's podcast. This just brings more to light God's character that is sometimes been questioned by a certain group of Christians um, when it comes to his holiness, his justice, his mercy, and how that actually plays out in the Bible. But not to, you know, give out all the juice because I do want you guys to go check it out by yourself. I'm going to go straight to what we're talking about today, and that is... um, why is it that people so easily give up on their faith? Um, and just kind of building back, um, I remember when I shared my story, kind of how I, the Lord saved me in my relationship series, um, relationship between God and man. If you've not listened to that, it's a long listen, but... Um, I, I think it would give you much more background information as to like, you know, my salvation story. So if you ever want to check it out, feel free to check it out. Um, it's on this um, podcast. But yeah, just when I look back to that period, to my story and think back to the time when I almost gave up on my faith, um, my faith, my religion, being a Christian, and just also thinking about other people, how they've, like, the similarity as to what I've seen so far, why people leave the faith, why people walk, you know, walk away from God, quote-unquote, walk away from God, like um, we say it is the fact that I don't think anyone who actually does that walk in a way genuinely understand what it means to be a Christian. I think that part is usually missing. Um, And we can see this even right from the start, not just for people who walk away, even people who are Christians and who get 
deceived so many times by the devil um it's because we don't really know the truth of what the lord of who the lord is of who we are and what the lord expects of us um we can see that right from the story of creation where we see the devil not going to adam but going to eve and we see eve um adding to the lord that was given to adam like when people add in my country the college jara it's called it's something extra when people add their own extraness their own laws their own and they refine and define and add and subtract from god's law and then give it to other people as the faith as a christian faith um when the enemy comes all the additions and subtractions taken away not given the genuine this whole truth of God's word not giving it to people it makes it easy for people to fall prey to the deceptions of the evil one um like I said when we examine the story of creation and how Satan deceived humanity right from Eve and Adam we remember when after God created the heaven and the earth and he put Adam in place he told him he could eat of any fruit of the garden and um, just to support my story so you guys don't think I'm making anything up we can open our Bibles the book of Genesis chapter 3 um, actually let us start from chapter 2 yeah chapter 2 so it says that um, Okay, chapter 2, verse verse, 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 verse 15. It says, The Lord God took the man and put him in the Garden of Eden to work it and keep it. And the Lord commanded the man, saying, You may surely eat of every tree of the garden, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil you shall not eat. For in the day that you eat of it, you shall surely die. That was the Lord the Lord gave to Adam. Eat of every other tree, but the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Do not eat of it. Once you eat of it, you shall surely die. That was God's pure, straight command to Adam. But we don't know how Adam relates the message to Eve but we know that when the devil in the form of a serpent came over to Eve and asked Eve and we know that from the start from all we've read in the bible that the devil is very cunning and very deceptive the devil is not does not know the thoughts of humans it's only God that does however the devil is very smart as studied humans knows that we humans we are very very predictable we are we are all the same at the end of the day so not that he knows the thoughts of man but he knows how to probe us in the way of our temptations that if we are not careful we will fall prey to his deceptions and when he goes to when we go to chapter 3 and we read from verse 1, he says the serpent, the devil, was more crafty, was more cunning than any other beast of the field that the Lord God has made. And that makes us know that even the devil was created by God. 
Um, and then moving on, it says, he said to the woman, that's the devil saying to the woman, did God actually say you shall not eat of any tree in the garden? Do we really think that the devil does not really know what the Lord said to um, Adam? No, this is just the devil trying to play mind games. Guys, Christians, we really should understand that we cannot afford to play games with the devil. That's not to say he's more powerful than God, but he is powerful. He is the master mind player, so we don't want... That's why the Bible encourages us to renew our minds, because when we have our minds filled with the truth of God's word, when the enemy comes like the snake that he is, being crafty and deceptive, we're able to reply and respond to his tricks with the truth of God's word. However, we will see how he replies to the to the devil right here, okay? So, and the woman said to the serpent, "We may eat of the fruit of the trees in the garden, but God said, you shall not eat of the fruit of the tree that is in the midst of the garden, neither shall you touch it, lest you die." Was that what God said? No. God never said you couldn't touch it. God said you shall not eat of the fruit of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. That was God's commandment. Without additions, without the jara, without anything. We don't know if the jara came from Adam relaying the law back, the law of the Lord to his wife, or if Eve herself added that. But I just wanted us to see that distinction between the genuine word that came from the mouth of God versus what Eve is telling the enemy to counter the enemy's tricks. Because now that she's adding our own law, do not touch the fruits, we see that the enemy is able to use that. But like, okay, well, however, God is lying to you because he knows that when you eat of these fruits, blah, 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 blah. And when Eve touches it and she sees that she doesn't die, obviously that prompts her to be like, okay, how far can I go? I've touched it. Nothing happens. And I'm going to eat it, right? Because she already created this law that God did not give her. God did not give them. God never said they couldn't touch it. So when she touched it, thinking in her head that the, she thinks that God, or I don't know who told her that, God said, if you touch of the fruit, you shall die. She touched it. She did not die. And her lust for it overcame her willingness to obey the the word of God. And she ate of the fruits. So I just wanted to point that out, that the same principle really can be applied to any situation in life. And that's not to say even when we do know the truth of God's word that the enemy cannot deceive us because we are ourselves, we yield to the temptations that we are sometimes faced with because we are weak or, you know, just because of our weak flesh and being human. Um, we just have to always rely on the Spirit of God to help us at all times even to overcome temptations. However, it's very, very important to truly and genuinely know 
what the word of God says, what God actually expects of us, not what culture puts on us in addition to religion, not what our parents put on us in addition to religion, not what anybody, our pastor, our theological definition, denomination, whatever it is, what does God actually have to say? about any issue so when people will leave god because they think god promised them something because somebody told them that god promised them something but there's actually no proof of that in the bible to support their claims when they leave god it's not because god didn't do what he said he will do is because they were misinformed about god and when we that's how we can break down like most of the reasons why people leave the faith is because they did not really have the true faith to begin with the bible says they left us because they were not really a part of us um it is pertinent as christian leaders as fathers in the home as mothers in the home teaching your children in the way of the lord that you do so um, teaching people in churches and seminars wherever friend to friend whatever the relationship wherever you have the chance to talk about god to people that you please please and please present the true gospel without jara without attachment without the extraness without what you think should be the law without what you think is the right thing to say or any of that stuff just give god as he is and let the holy spirit do his work the same can be said as to we ourselves when we read the bible when we read the bible we don't read it and interpret it however way we want we go to the holy spirit and trusted leaders to help us even in those areas that we do not really understand to explain things in context and also explain things rightly rightly dividing the word of god is very important because when we interpret the bible to be what we want it to be then we're actually (laughs) we're not really serving god we're serving the version of god we have in our minds the version of god somebody has sold to us or or things like that so i just wanted to start there i think this is a great way to start this is debunking the myths of christianity why is it that so many people leave the faith one of the reasons why so many people leave the faith is that they did not really have the true faith to begin with the true gospel was not presented to them so i just want to tell you to examine the faith that you you have right now to examine to really genuinely break things down go to the bible be a Berean christian go to the bible read for yourself what the lord wants what the lo- who the Lord is, who you are, and what the Lord requires of us as Christians. Once again, it's your girl Elizabeth, aka That Niger Muse. Um, thank you once again for tuning in. Um, don't forget to share, like, um, support, and if you have any comments, any critiques, um, my social media accounts, you can you know live. <laughs> leave some nice critiques some nice comments and i really do appreciate every feedback that i get till the next time um have a blessed day have a blessed week a blessed month a blessed semester a blessed rest of the year bye